This is the last episode, I'm thinking. Yeah, might as well. We both have lengthy sports trivia, as it sounds like. Yeah, I, I went into a a deep dive of sports trivia revolving around two different players. Okay, good. Fire this. Let's get this. Some bit. Yeah. Listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Metro, Sig, and Snake. What is up? It's Talking Trash, episode, lost episode, three and three thirds. How's that, Zig? That's good. Um, that would equal our fourth, which I think we might be on. Yeah, whatever it is, I I can start this episode off with my dumbest thing I did this week, right off the bat okay. for this episode. I like it. Um, you heard me do the uh, usual crack one there at the beginning. I thought I heard something. I wasn't sure what it was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah was it right right off the bat. <laughs> um, for some reason, I must have done it so vigorously that it just went. Like, all, all over the laptop. Oh, perfect. Leave yeah. it there. Don't address it for, like, five minutes. Let it <laughs> soak into the trackpad. And then uh, just deal with it later. And your computer will just be, like, out of commission for a couple days, I think it was. Well, it's a it's a peanut butter milk stout. So it's not like there's too much sugar in there to gum stuff up, right? I don't think so. That should be <laughs> That shouldn't result in anything sticky. No. God, you got your hands on that. Got it. Yeah. So, so let's so just get the, into uh, it. That's the that's the Tavor order, right? You got you uh, finally linked up with the T man. Yeah. I, well, nope. I didn't. I have no idea how it made its way to Warren, Pennsylvania. But T man texted me that early this morning and said that it was on the porch at Big D's place. <laughs> that's hilarious. So you drove to Big D's to get your hands on it, and that was yeah, before or after the. The text from Big D. Okay, yeah. Let, let's put this into perspective here. So I wake up. I have the text. I'm like, perfect. I'll head up on later. Probably like an hour later, I finally get in the car. And not a minute after I pull out of the driveway, I get that text from from Big D. And let me read it for the garbage heads here. Oh, okay. So I got a text that says, Ziggy, thanks for the beer with a beer emoji. I knew you wouldn't forget my birthday with a cake emoji. <laughs> Big Mr. emoji McT. guy. Yeah. Oh, he signed it Mr. McT. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you said when was his birthday? Uh, July 31st. Okay, not too long ago. Now we're within a week. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead so and I'm say I'm driving that. there. I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> I was hoping that I would get to it before, before he saw it or something. Yeah. Was he, uh, was he around? Yeah, he was around. I I got onto the uh, porch. I was making my way with the box back to the rig, and then he he pulls out onto the <laughs> onto the porch there and says, "Zig, where are you going with my beer?" <laughs> I knew he wouldn't let you get away with it. Just totally yeah, I unscathed. Knew yeah. I knew it. Well, since since I saw the text message, the whole drive up there, I was coming up with the excuse that I was making. So, which was that. The order got messed up. It wasn't supposed to be a box of beers. It was supposed to be a shipping container full of beers. <laughs> Just like so, one of those so things he allowed that they'd bring into like a like a harbor, like a ship yeah. port. One of those deals, <laughs> exactly. Just full of brew, a big bow on it. It says two big D from Ziggy." <laughs> Happy BD with a cake emoji <laughs> on it. It is your birthday. Did did he buy the excuse then? You got away with it? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hook, line, and sinker. Perfect. Perfect. So what all have you dove into? Just the peanut butter porter? No, I've uh, I've dove into a few so far. Um, and um, do you have any brews that you want to talk about? I mean, I can just... I, I, le- I drank one of those... 
it's pretty old at this point, but it tasted fine. When it, remember I was talking about weeks ago? Um, I can't remember who makes it, but the beer was called like Dank Nugs. Just had like mm. a bunch of weed nugs on the can. Yeah. Scrounged one of those up and took it out yesterday, I think. Haven't touched a brew today. If I give it some yeah. thought, I could probably give you another one here. Yeah, we'll swing back around to it. But I, this is my third of the day. Um, I just couldn't wait. No. The first one I had was one of those. You've seen those. Uh, they say, like, this is fresh until, and that's pretty much their way of selling them. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, it's designed to be like, oh, you need to drink this by whenever. And clearly, I'm like two months past whenever. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, actually. I've never understood that entirely because, again, back to Big D, he kind of threw me off in my original line of thought, which was like, I don't know, you can bottle or can something and then you should probably drink it within like a month, I kind of figured. But he was telling me, I can't remember what we had, some like crazy craft, like 15% stout, probably aged in some sort of like Mm -hmm. rum barrels. And it was like in the fridge for like over a year. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot all about that. And he's like, no, 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 you can do that. Like that makes it even better. And I was like, I don't know if it works like that. Yeah, there are certain ones. And I think that, so anything that's an IPA, I think is better fresh. Um, which is weird because I've heard that hops are a preservative, or at least they were meant to be a preservative. But So that's what most of those sort of brews are like. Um, they're double or triple IPAs, and they just say, like, you need to drink this fast. But stuff like stouts and porters... Um, you can like cellar those and like there was one, there was one in my crate that I just immediately tossed down into the basement. I'm like, I'm holding on to that for a little bit. Oh, and nice. it was a, it was a stout boy. Stout boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. The, yeah. You know what? The hop thing makes sense though, because if you remember your history lesson back in the day, Christopher Columbus and the boys, just put hops on everything, all the food to preserve it. Mm-hmm. And they were just constantly running buzzes. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. I'm still hunting for it. Yeah, you're still working on that buzz. Yeah. Still looking for it. Matchell's got it for you. He just took out a couple of ciders. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Pretty good brew talk there. Oh, should I give you? I think I told you this. Yeah, I did. When you and Trav were on. I took out the 365th. Oh, yeah. Brew dog. The year of brews with Snake. The year of brews. Since I hit that, though, just dead halt. Recovering. Yeah, recovering. <laughs> uh, I'm Well, I'm going to be gearing up, though, Ziggy, because I will be traveling out to Portland next week. So Ooh. chalk me pretty up much, for at least 50. Yeah, pretty much the Mecca out there. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to buy anything over like six ounces yeah no way i just want to try so many different beers from what i remember like i've been out there twice now and this will be the third time but like i seriously don't remember ever drinking an ipa out there and being like oh this one's this one's no good it's like yeah literally everything's a win yeah and this is this will be your first trip out there with the with the untapped app? <laughs> Thank God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Critical mistake the first two runs. Yeah. All right, so that's that's some good uh, good brew talk, good unscheduled brew talk. This, we decided, was going to be the sports trivia episode, Zig. I think you and I both have some sports trivia to delve into. So I don't see any reason why we don't just dive in then. So yeah. I can, uh, I'll kick us off with a quick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick two, I think I have. Okay. Just to get the ball rolling, and then we'll get into the longer ones here. Uh, but you and me, we're missing one of the Chamberlain Milk Boys here, but we do have <laughs> you and I. So I'll give you a couple wilts. Um, so Wilt got his jersey retired by three NBA franchises. Can you name them? Um, I know you can name one. So what he crap. He was definitely part of the 76ers. Oh, wow. I didn't know if you'd get that one. Yes. Okay. 
Um, he was, was he part of the Lakers? Correct. That's the one that's obvious, right? Yeah, I thought that was the obvious one. Lake show. I couldn't. I couldn't quite remember. Um, the yeah. third one's probably tricky here. The third one is tricky, and I wouldn't have got it. I, I'd never even heard of this. The third oh, one so kind of makes sort sense. of team that's not around anymore. No, no, they're around and they're relevant today. Okay. I don't know if this will help you or not because you don't give a damn about any of this basketball. But <laughs> this team recently started retiring jerseys of just anyone that departed this off season. I think there was two more guys who are like pretty good, but still playing and everything. And it's a little odd that this franchise just decided to retire their jerseys. Hmm. I don't think I've heard of that, but the only other team that I could come up with that he maybe had played for was the Knicks. Not the Knicks. Okay. It's the, uh, well, I'll give me you. one. I'll give you give a me hint. one more guess here. Okay. Give me the hint. Um, the, the one player that moved away from this team and they promised they'll retire his jersey is probably a top two guy in the NBA. He's an all-time snake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Toronto Raptors, is it? No. So I called him top two because this guy's probably level with Cowie. What it do, baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Slim Reaper. Oh, so what? Did Golden State? Yeah. Is it Golden State? It is the Warriors. Oh my gosh, I had no idea that. He... Yeah, I would never. So have you're referring that. to Kevin Durant? Correct. Yes. Okay. I was trying to get you to Kevin Durant there. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Wilt had a similar thing going on. He just had like a year or two with Golden State, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, we'll retire your jersey." I'm not yeah. sure. Maybe he played there for five years. I have no idea. But that was definitely news to me that he played there at all. Yeah. If you would have asked me if the Golden State Warriors franchise was around whenever Gold, whenever Milk Boy Chamberlain <laughs> was playing, I would have said absolutely not. Yeah, they, they do seem like a new squad, kind of. Yeah. All right. The other Wilt the Still. Well, actually, part two of this. How many other players have had their jersey retired by three teams? Give me three others. I don't know. Yeah, it's zero. Wilt okay. Stilt's in a class of his own, as usual. All right. <laughs> but uh, p- potential LeBron to join that, maybe. And KD, too, depending on how this next venture goes. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, all right, this one might be a little more fun. How many games do you think Wilt... The still fouled out of. Here, start with this. Are you thinking a lot or a little? I bet that guy didn't foul out of anything because he was, I mean, he had to, he scored so many points. He wasn't (laughs) fouling. So I'm going to say it's something ridiculously low, like uh, maybe five in his career. Okay, great guess. It is ridiculously low. It's five less than five. (laughs) <laughs> just never fouled out apparently and somehow yeah, that, that this, guy wasn't playing defense i guess not i don't know we need to get some game film he, he walked off to he walked off to the bench whenever they did not have possession of the ball maybe he was just standing at the other end of the court just waiting for the ball to get past to him just cherry picking the whole game yeah all-time cherry picker <laughs> You look he at him and you'd be that like, move. yeah, you, you just think like, oh man, this guy's just probably a monster on the defensive end, just protecting the paint, but <laughs> zero foul outs. So I'm not sure. Uh, and this might even be crazier. Apparently he averaged over 23 minutes per foul in his career. So like, not only was he not fouling out, he's probably fouling twice a game. Yeah, and that's seriously. It. And I, I mean, they didn't have a three point shot, right? So I would assume people were driving to the hoop all the time. So kind of crazy. Well, yeah. purely, purely offensive. I guess so. All right. So now we're rolling. Um, you want to dive into your deep sports trivia? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll test the waters here. Um, I'll give you a quick one that I saw earlier this week. All right. Did you have any idea that, David Ortiz played for any other team other than Boston. Well, now you're making me second guess myself. 
I think if you wouldn't have said that and just asked me like how many teams did Ortiz play with, I would have said one. But now that you've said that, I have a vague memory of him playing for the Twins. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay. It couldn't have been for long. I think it was three seasons. Really? And it was like 97 to 2000 or something. I, I saw that. It was brought up on SportsCenter. I was like, whoa, David Ortiz played for... I cannot imagine that guy in, <laughs> no. in Minnesota. Anywhere but. else. How about that guy just totally flying under the radar like after he got shot? Remember when we were kind of speculating like, hey, maybe some skeletons? Yeah, I think that they're still. You just, I'm holding on to that for a year. Oh yeah, that you're probably right. Like you have to let, you gotta let the guy recover, and everything, and then maybe the guy just got out of the hospital. Did you hear that? Uh, he went back in, I believe, and then he got out again. I think it's not that he just got out. He definitely was out, but you're right. He was he was recently in the hospital again. There was like more complications. I think he's okay. in the clear now. So yeah. hopefully one of well, these journalists starts digging. From a from a surgical perspective, he's in the clear. Give give it a year, okay? Okay. One year. <laughs> one year and we'll just trash that reputation. But yeah, okay. So so that was my little little teaser. All right. A little bit of beast mode for you. Um <laughs> let's see. Well, so I told you Take your pick here. I went down a rabbit hole with two different players, and I'll let you pick which one you want to go with. I got more Barry B, uh, the Juice Head trivia, oh. or we can go with the GOAT, Tony Gwynn. I feel like uh, when Trav and EB hear this, they're just going to be like screaming Tony Gwynn, so I better go with it just to be safe so we don't piss off a couple couple of our favorite guests. We'll go to Tony Gwynn. All right. So I got a couple of them here. Um, oh, this is a preface, preface to it. Um, doesn't involve Tony Gwynn, but we're leading up to it. So right. Greg Maddox faced 20,421 batters in his career. Did you say 20,421? 20, faced that what? many batters. Okay. Wow. That's a lot. What percentage of those do you think got to a 3-0 count that were not intentional oh, walks? Oh, wow. Okay, exclude the intentional walks. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how many times did he screw up and throw three balls and dig himself <laughs> in a hole? It's He's clearly very good, so it's going to be low. I'd say an average pitcher is dishing a 3-0 count I don't know, like 10% of the time, 15%. I'm going to say that might even be too low. I'm going to say that Greg was like a 6% guy. Yeah, so that's your good reasoning there. He uh he was actually even lower and I rounded it up. I rounded it up to 1%. <laughs> oh my god. It was so like it's less it was than like 1%. Point, yeah, it was like 0.95. But uh I'm going to give you some numbers here. So out of 20,421 batters, 200 guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 310 of them went to a 3-0 count. And 177 of those were intentional walks. There you go. Holy So like cow. you said, it was like about just under 200 that he, throughout his entire career, was like, oh, crap, got, dug myself in a hole. Yeah, that's amazing. God, have you ever watched, like, um, who's that guy that throws hard on the Yankees now? The closer. Oh, uh, Chapman. Chapman. You ever watch that guy pitch? Like, especially in recent yeah, years? Yeah, he used to be a cubby. Yeah. Yeah, and he played for, like, the Reds. I feel like that guy's been on, like, eight different teams. But yeah. he'll just, like, you don't know if he's going to come out and throw three strikes, bang, 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 batters out, or it's, like, 3-0, just yeah, all over the place. Exactly. Like, balls are getting past the catcher. He's a wild card for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but Greg Maddox does that 200 times out of 20-some thousand. Yeah. For, for Chapman, I was going to say... He he won the World Series with the Cubs, and I think the Cubs recognized that. They got rid of him as soon as possible after that season. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much. He was throwing the other night, 
I saw he struck out the last batter and he threw like 102 and the guy swung at it and missed. It's like, how much longer can that guy do that? <laughs> but yeah, definitely some control issues with that guy. Uh, Greg Maddox, not so much. Yeah. But all right. Like I said, that was a lead in here to the Tony Gwynn. Yep. And um, so I guess I don't, this probably doesn't help you in any ways, but I'll tell you that Tony Gwynn faced off against Greg Maddox 107 times in his career. <laughs> what do you think his batting average was? <laughs> oh, man. This is the old classic. Uh... Like immovable object, unstoppable force <laughs> type deal. The The amount of at-bats actually does help. Because then I know the sample size is big enough that it should be like... The number yeah, should, should be representing... Should even out here. Yeah, what's actually happening skill level-wise. I know that guy was insanely good. <sighs> I know he just constantly got on base. I'm going to say somehow it was over 300... Let's do like 325. That's pretty crazy, but 325. All right. Even crazier. 415. <laughs> oh Tony God. Quinn's average against one of the greatest of all time, Greg Maddox. <laughs> that 107 make any sense. plate appearances. <laughs> yeah, that's enough plate appearances. You should just be getting like his career average, I would think, which I don't know what it is, but it's not in the 400s. Well, well, so that's a good lead in to my next one, which I I guess I may have um kind of teased you a little bit, but this is my only other Tony Gwynn one here. How many at bats? And this is kind of alluding back to EB with the uh, LeBron and Kobe one here. Oh right. <laughs> How many at bats would Tony Gwynn have to fail to get a hit in a row for his average, his career batting average to drop below three hundred? That's what I was hoping you were going to ask. <laughs> so I have no idea how many times this guy batted. Don't tell me, but... Do you want me to pull up his uh, career batting average here? I feel like that'll be cheating the question a little bit. I'm just going to assume it's like 330s or something. Uh, there's just so many games in baseball. I know that guy played enough seasons... I'm going to bet that guy would need like a season and a half of at-bats or something crazy. <laughs> so let's do 500 at-bats. <laughs> All much. right. No, it's not. If you double that, you're a little you're in the ballpark. <laughs> it's over 1,000. 1,182 straight at-bats without reaching without getting a hit and his he would finally drop below 300 on the batting average. Wow. All right, that begs the question then. What did the guy hit? It's like... Well, I guess the, I guess that's kind of a misleading piece of information. Um, his career batting average, which is still remarkable, is 338. Oh, that's why I was kind of in the ballpark, 330s. Mm -hmm. So pretty much 340. Yeah, and like I say, he probably just has so many at-bats under his belt that he would just have another 1,000... So just get out a thousand times and then you're still hitting 300. That's pretty good. Yeah. This one's hilarious to me. How many home runs do you think that guy racked up? Yeah. See, I just don't know. This guy, he had 3000 hits, right? Yeah. He was, he was over 3000. All right. Uh, a couple hundred, 200, 210. Not a bad guess. It's lower than that though. Is it so? Tony Gwynn did not hit for power. Yeah, like I have his Wikipedia pulled up here, and one of the things I see is a contact hitter. <laughs> Gwynn excelled in hitting the ball to the opposite field. So he he only raked in 135 home runs. Oh yeah, not too many. Kind of a timeline do we have on this guy? Um, 80s? 20, 20 seasons. Twenty. Um, he actually played twenty seasons. Wow. No wonder he needs all those at bats. Yeah. Oh yeah, thirty one hundred hits. Okay, so this guy played from eighty two to two thousand one. Yeah. I'm sure Trav has told me this, but I didn't realize he only played with the Padres. Never played with anyone else. Wow. Just refused to give him up. So that's a that's all of my 
Tony Gwynn trivia there. I have a few others. Um, let me just, I can just finish you off with all of my other non Barry Bonds. Oh yeah. Trivia that I have racked up here. Okay. Um, okay. Sammy Sosa has three. He's the leader. Only player with three 60 plus home run seasons. How many out of those three, how many was he the leader in the MLB? I feel like for you to be asking this question, the answer must be zero or one. I'll say it's one. <laughs> Is it one? Uh, nope, it's zero. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so imagine how much that would suck. Yeah. That's nuts. when was the last time somebody had a sixty home run season? Not since, I feel like it's when Barry Bonds yeah, broke the record. Not since those guys, I feel like. So yeah. Bonds screwed him up one year. Maguire screw, screwed him up one year. I went. Oh, and one of them probably did it twice, or just Bonds all three times. I'm not sure. I no, know because he's the only one sure. sixty plus. You said so. No one did it three times. It's got to be those two guys. Yeah, that's hilarious. Home run king, huh, Sammy? <laughs> yeah, well, home run king. Not quite. <laughs> All right, my my final one here. <laughs> I think this one's hilarious too. Um, somebody did dig deep and find that, um, you know, brothers in the MLB, there are a set of brothers who have the record for most home runs combined. Do you, can you even just like throw out a Fathom guess at a who? Guess. Yeah. Uh, I think I have a good guess. The, okay. The Giambi Royd brothers, Jason so and Jeremy. Okay, that's probably a good, probably a good guess. It's not. I've that. never heard of Jeremy, but that is not correct. Ah, shoot! All right. Any me, other any other ideas? Yeah, I'm racking my brain here. Man, it's gonna be some like Dominican players or something, right? Um, I'm not positive on the nationality. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm out. I don't know who this would be. So this this uh, goes to the Aaron brothers. Oh, Hank Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this is a cheap one. So Hank Aaron had a brother that hit like 100 bombs. <laughs> not so, quite. Not even that? The record for bro- brothers with a home <laughs> combined brothers home run is 768. So that guy had like... 50, Hank, 60 bombs. What's Hank that? had 755. Oh, and had Tommy seven, had 13. 13? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the team working that Tommy guy out? They're like, what do we got here? <laughs> Nothing special. That's the craziest um, one. I mean, I guess that makes sense, though. If, if you have one guy hitting 750... What are the chances that you're going to find two brothers to hit, what, 380 each? Right, yeah. <laughs> it, it sort of checks out. I saw another one, and I didn't write it down because I don't understand the scoring in hockey. But there's a somebody kept track of it for the NHL as well. And, you know, it's not just like, you know, a, a goal is worth more than one point or something. It goals and assists? Yeah, but uh, that one was uh, the Gretzky brothers. Oh, I and wanted, it's pretty, I wanted pretty those much twins. A, I can't believe it's the same thing you're going to say. Yeah, pretty much the same story there. Wayne was carrying the team. No way. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky had a brother that played. Yeah, <laughs> at, at least for a little bit. What do we got for a name? Brent? Brent Gretzky. Oh, there's also a Keith and a Glenn. Ooh. I'm thinking it was this Brent guy. Yeah, he's got some points. NHL total, four points. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It, I'm mind blown that it's not like those, I don't know who or if they play now, but, you know, like those Sedin guys, I thought they scored some goals. Oh, I, again, Wayne, I don't follow the NHL too well. Yeah, so. me neither. Rod squads would be fired up at us right here. But 
Wayne's record is the same deal, right? It's just so stupid. Like his points record. I remember thinking like, I wonder if Sidney Crosby could catch this guy. And then I looked at it and it is like, it's not possible. Like no one will ever get it. Right. Yeah. No shot. Let me look it up real quick. Career NHL points. Yeah. Listen how stupid this is. So Gretzky, 2,857. And then you just think of like another delusional guy. How about like Yamir Yager? There he is. Yeah, in that guy place. had like a thirty-year career. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like still putting on skates and playing for some <laughs> team over in Europe. So I said Wayne Gretzky's. Let's just round it up to twenty-nine hundred. Yamir Yager's at nineteen hundred. He's a thousand <laughs> points away. Another decade, he'll catch him. Yeah. The, Mario Lemieux, 1,700. It's like he Wayne Gretzky's so far in a class of his own. It's No one will ever break that record. It's, it's just not possible. That's a while, good one, though. The old Gretzky brothers. While I was cycling back and looking for the Gretzky thing, I found some more Gwyn trivia, if you want to hear him. Yeah, why not? <laughs> what do you think? And these aren't fact-checked. I'm just going based off of what people are saying in this thread here. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Um, what do you think Tony Gwynn's worst season batting average was? It's just too many. We said 20 seasons, right? Something yep. like that. Mm-hmm. Give me like 285. Nope. Better than that. God, I just... This is Tony Gwynn we're talking about. <laughs> I guess. Every Mr. one of these, Mr. I'm guessing something that I Mr. think is unbelievable. I'm guessing something I think is too high, and then every single time you're like, "Nope." <laughs> so it's over 300, 305. Yep. You're getting close. That's so stupid. 315, <laughs> 309. 309. This is worst worst full season. That's an off season. 309. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Didn't I don't know. He had some. Must have had some personal stuff going on. Yeah. He had, he had some serious uh, issues that season and just couldn't get his head right. Guy must have just constant like, there can't be too many at-bats where he didn't put the bat on the ball. Like, I want to I know if there's a time when he just struck out looking or swinging and didn't foul <laughs> a ball off. Yeah. Um, this one's not much of a, a trivia. I don't know how to, like, quiz you on this one, but an interesting fact is that he had more four hit games than he did two strikeout games. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's just nuts. I I haven't dove into that rabbit hole, so I didn't realize how delusional this was, I guess, but I've heard those guys preach about him before. So that'll do it for that'll do it for my sports trivia this <laughs> okay. time around. That was a good marathon session sports <laughs> trivia. But that's what it's all about here on the on the sports trivia episode, what did, um, I was kind of amazed. I know we've done him before, but I saw Hank Aaron was still alive and I know Tony Gwynn died young. Wasn't he like, um, mouth cancer or something? Oh yeah. Probably like the poster child of, but I think the crazy thing is they said he didn't chew. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's why it's bizarre. I don't, I won't even fact just check another that. Just ridiculous Tony Gwynn. Fact. Yeah, just one more for the for the grand finale of the Tony. It's like, Gwynn oh yeah, he season. died of he died of mouth cancer. Like, oh, that chewing tobacco. Will get, nope, didn't chew. Never touched the stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong about that though. But all right, sounds like uh, it's time for me to dive back into this. I'll try and do my best here. I have notes written down, but I remember I did this weeks ago. I went through the process of understanding the NFL supplemental draft and it was pretty fascinating how it works. It's like nothing you would guess and um, pretty complex too. So like I said, I'll try and go back through these notes and understand this as we, as we go here on the fly. But the thing that inspired all of this is that uh, this year in the supplemental draft, I'm pretty sure the only pick was this guy, uh, I don't I don't even know if I wrote down his college. This Jalen Thompson guy, I think he was like a defensive back. Um, the Arizona Cardinals took him, 
and it said they took him in the fifth round of the 2019 NFL supplemental draft. So I remember thinking to myself, like, I kind of know what this is. I know, like, that Bo Jackson infamously got drafted in it, pretty sure. And I just want to figure out what the heck's going on here. So I'll try and lay it out for you, Zig. So here's what we got. The NFL draft is in April, obviously. Everyone watches that. Um, That goes by a couple months here. And then the supplemental draft is in July. There's always a supplemental draft. So it's an every year thing. And the reason a player would be in the supplemental draft is if his college eligibility has changed after the real NFL draft. Okay, so pretty unique circumstances, right? So, for example, the only way that's going to happen where you're, you didn't enter in the NFL draft because you're going to go back to college, but then something gets screwed up and now you can't go back. It's yeah, usually basically like, you get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Which your mind might tend to think like, oh, like probably failed a drug test. I think that happens a lot, but also like some of these guys, it might be this Jalen Thompson guy. Someone did it recently. They hired an agent and then like fired him, but because they hired an agent, they like deemed yeah, themselves can't, ineligible. Yeah, can't go back to the NCAA after yeah. that. It's all sorts of crazy rules like that. So, <laughs> so yeah. So a lot of the times it's these guys who are going to miss their senior year. So they have to dive into this thing last second. So um, now on the NFL team side, this is interesting. If you choose to partake in the supplemental draft, you will lose that pick for the following year's real NFL draft. So, for example, the Cardinals will not have a fifth-round pick in the NFL draft next year because they pick someone in the fifth round of the supplemental draft this year. So, you following? Okay. So I have some questions, but yeah, I don't know if, I expect if it's question time yet. Now, keep going here. Um, so in order to draft someone in the supplemental draft, this is really interesting. You place a bid on them for the lowest round that you are willing to take them. Okay. So the, the Cardinals pretty much sat in a room and they're like, what's this guy worth? Like, what would we draft him with? And then they end up saying like, write down fifth round, write down Jalen Thompson and write down fifth round and then mail that into old Raj Goodell or something. So the, that kind of begs the question, like what if two teams write down five? Well, so obviously if one team writes down four on Jalen Thompson, one team writes down five, the team that wrote down four will get them. And then right. the team that wrote down five isn't going to lose a pick or anything. Like it doesn't hurt them. They just don't get the guy. But if there's a, if there's two teams and they both write down the same round, it goes into this tie break and the tie break tiers, there's three tiers. They sound like something you and me would just make up over a couple beers here. <laughs> so the first tier is five wins or less in the most recent season. So if you have five wins or less, just you fall into the first tier. Uh, the second okay. tier is if you have more than five wins, but you didn't make the playoffs. Okay, you just you're tier two. Third right, tier, gotta, gotta add some complexity to this. Yeah, I, just seems kind of like arbitrary to pick five and then like five without playoffs. Like you yeah, just be yeah. like, once you decided we're gonna go with five, you'd think like, all right, then we'll go with ten. But nope, just playoffs. So th- third tier is obviously just playoff teams, and then in order to make up an order within each tier. They just do a lottery system. So I assume they just get like the ping pong balls out like the NBA does. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, not the most straightforward, but I think that kind of clears it up. Here's, can I ask a question now? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. If, uh, so with this guy, it's like something changed for him regarding college eligibility. Yeah. Can you just... Can you just enter, like, say, like, all right, I don't want to play college now. I'm forfeiting my eligibility, and I don't want to be part of the supplemental draft. Can you just become a free agent, a rookie free agent? 
I would say, yeah, you're saying if this guy was like, I don't, well, I don't know if there'd be any advantage to that other than trying to like pick the team you land with, but you're saying, well, I'm just thinking of, uh, like then teams don't have to, it's just a way that the teams can work around not giving up a draft pick the next year. Oh yeah. Like that just seems silly to me that they have to give up a, they burn their fifth rounder or whatever. Yeah. I would just like get in talks with them and be like, listen, buddy, if you just handshake deal. Yeah. Just say, Forget the supplemental draft, and this is what we'll offer you as a free agent. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm kind of fascinated that what you're saying wouldn't just take place. It seems like it's almost the same exact thing, right? To just become a free agent and just field some offers. I don't. Seems know. like it. And then, like you said, the team wouldn't have to burn a pick. But that's yeah. That that's a good question. I think that kind of might lead into this a little bit. But obviously, like, this doesn't happen very often where someone gets picked. Um, like, I looked through the list of how many players have been drafted in this supplemental draft. There's, like, a couple notable names in there. But, for instance, since the year 2000, how many guys do you think have been drafted in this form? Including this Jalen Thompson. How many? Did you say that only one person was drafted this year? Yeah, just one this year. <laughs> so since 2000, I don't know, maybe like let's be let's be optimistic here, like 30 guys. Yeah, apparently it's like every other year cuz it's it's saying 12. <laughs> okay. But uh So pretty pretty useful, I'd say. Yeah, re- well utilized. Really utilizing this supplemental draft. Couple pretty good names on the list in the recent years. Here we got Terrell Pryor and uh, a podcast favorite of ours, Josh Gordon. <laughs> so Pryor was actually a third uh, round you know, pick. The way that you described how somebody tends to go into the supplemental draft is just like that just pinpoints the two guys that you just mentioned. Something clearly went wrong with their eligibility. Oh, yeah. That part of it, for sure. Yeah. I don't remember what Terrell Pryor's deal was. Josh Gordon was a drug test. Well, Terrell Pryor was, uh, he was selling autographs. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He was getting like tattoos in in exchange for autographs or something. Weird that you're not allowed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) God. So that's it for, for my sports trivia. Really just wanted to to break down the supplemental draft there. Hopefully that clears it up for some garbage heads. Yeah. um, I did want to, that just reminded me of a hot seat I had. Josh Gordon's on the hot seat, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that he, I think it was this weekend applied for a reinstatement. So I'm just figuring any, as soon as he like fills out the paperwork to play again, he's back on the hot seat. Just could fail a drug test at any minute. Yeah, um, I think that's just an, an e- inevitable there. Um, I think you sent that to us, and I, I did mention to you that <laughs> he's definitely a first-round fantasy pick right there. Really <laughs> really safe pick to go with. <laughs> you just never know. Like, he's probably going to put up four great games. You just don't know where they're going to fall yeah, in the season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's the old classic. Did you if see? You that, wanna, um, if you want to get a jump on the early season in fantasy, then go ahead and pick him. Right. Don't that, expect him to be to be producing later on in in like weeks weeks eight through sixteen. I'm gonna say he's probably not around. That's a good call. How about Low this? productivity. I think I have a snake fantasy tip. The only one I'll probably ever give because, as I've told you, Zig, I hate fantasy football. Snake fantasy tip. Pick Josh Gordon up, ride him for two weeks. His value is going to be all-time high. (laughs) That's a good idea. Get some points out of him and then shop him. Trade him for whatever any sucker is willing to get. And that guy will probably get like maybe a week out of him. And then... Yeah. Somebody, some sucker is going to trade you like a Juju Smith-Schuster for him or somebody. Perfect. Yeah. Take any sort of productive... Somebody who will give you like consistent, consistent numbers for the whole year. Yeah. So you're going to get the best of both worlds. You're going to get like 
a huge bang right at the beginning of the season points wise. And then you're going to get like some, you know, B plus guy traded to you in week three, a, a juju. And then you just ride them. Yeah. That's a real tip right there. That's good. Good tip. Um, you mentioned the hot seat. I have one for you. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Uh, I guess I will put the Raiders on the hot seat, but my instinct wants me to just put Antonio Brown on the hot seat because I don't like that guy. Did you see that he's uh oh, hasn't like didn't go didn't go to training camp or whatever and now he's being seen by a foot specialist? I did see this. I didn't know he was skipping workouts or something, but I, I saw. Yeah, his feet I think that it might be related to the feet, but. Did you see that picture of his feet? It was pretty disgusting. Yeah, that that has like what's I going just on there? Are those just blisters? Yeah, he he's just got like dry skin on his feet essentially. Oh, okay. He hasn't been using body yeah, lotion. Yeah, that's not <laughs> that's not what he's going to see the foot specialist about. At least I hope not. Okay. Maybe he's got yeah, that. May, he's got a few blisties on there. I don't know. But a couple blisties. Yeah, it sounds like a. He might have an issue with the foot, and after he was being just like a total diva about being traded or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you recall this. When whenever I think of a somebody saying like I need to go see a foot specialist, I think of one of two injuries, and one of them is uh, the old Kevin Durant Jones fracture. I don't even know what that is. Kevin Kevin Durant had to sit out like half of a season with with this one time. It's just like a a bone in your foot that has is notorious for has terrible blood supply. It doesn't heal very well. Okay. And then he like went out and then played played again and then hurt it again because it wasn't completely healed. So okay. so that's one of them. And then the other one is uh, something called a Liz Frank injury, which is essentially you've torn. A ligament that holds everything together in your foot. That sounds pleasant. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm thinking that one of the one of these two things might be in play here, and uh, uh, the the Raiders are in trouble just because they were dumb enough to give him a contract with how childish he is, and also he's going to be on the hot seat because. Getting a little bit older, he acts like a dummy, and now he has health issues. Yeah, is anyone Prob- not rooting for this hot seat to crash and burn? Yeah. <laughs> I know we have enough friends in Pittsburgh that'll surely root for this guy's demise. Yeah, but I'm I am totally surely. on board with this. The same people who worshipped the ground that he walked on like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh, the other idiot too, Le'Veon Bell. He's uh, did you see him tweeting like? Back to fantasy football, he was like, hey, sorry, owners. I wanted to tell you all that I was going to miss the season, but I just couldn't. That guy is just Um, class A freaking jackass. I saw that, and I immediately said that's something that's going to be brought up on the pod. (laughs) Well, there it is. Like, hey, sorry sorry about last season. I'm ready to to bring it back big time. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you'd be hard. Like, maybe I would draft him in like the uh like 10th round i don't think we've ever talked about it before on here we might have touched on it but did you see that his ultimate like grand plan didn't even yield him any more money it just basically lost him a (laughs) year of of yes annual salary yeah the jets paid him like the same amount out on top yeah i guess so like whatever you're into they said at the end of his uh like towards the end of his free agency his agent was just basically saying like, Hey, like New York, I don't know what to tell you guys. The, the Ravens want this guy bad. Like they're in a bidding war with you right now. And then someone obviously reached out to the Ravens and they're just like, yeah, we're not touching that guy. I don't know where that's coming from. So he was just making up other offers. Sounds like the jets were the only ones willing to take that guy on, which not surprising. Yeah, they have a history of making good, good choices there. Yeah, you know Mark Sanchez, <laughs> Christian Hackenberg. 
Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm still holding out hope for Kristen Hackenberg. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Nobody has ever looked more. I have said this from the day that I saw that guy take a snap <laughs> for Penn State. Nobody looks more uncomfortable in the pocket <laughs> than Christian Hackenberg. <laughs> get just like jittery, jittery feet. Just <laughs> yeah. wants to get rid of it as soon as possible. <laughs> Never made any sense because they said it was just at the time he was the greatest high school prospect to ever come out. Um, the, but the sad part is I think Le'Veon Bell will probably be good this year if I had to be give my unbiased opinion. I think he's got probably a year or two of solid years left and then yeah and then that'll probably be it like every other running back it'll crash and burn at some point in there we talked about uh kevin durant i have some good um old kevin durant tweets i've done some of these before but i dug up some more so we'll do uh fake tweets or fake quotes if you're down yeah yeah okay we're doing all kevin durant i've got three of them and uh, one of these is a fake tweet, okay? But two of these are real. So we'll do number one here. First Kevin Durant tweet. It's cracking in Taiwan, but I'm getting a massage, and this lady put this hot-ass oil on my back, so I'm about to fart. Hashtag get back. <laughs> okay? Tweet. Wow. Yep. Tweet number two. Uh, this is in a, a reply to, I believe, just random person. Quote, shut up, fag boy. I only went to college for a year and didn't pay attention in class at Oak Hill, LOL. Okay. All right. I believe that one. That's a real one there. Okay. A third quote, or sorry, third tweet. David Stern have too much money for his teeth to be looking like that. Dot, 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 unreal, hashtag fail. <laughs> so you're familiar, David Stern, old commissioner. Yeah, yeah. yeah old commissioner. Um, yeah, I think that one's real too. I think the first one's made up. The getting the massage in Taiwan? Yes. <laughs> yep, believe it or not, that one's real. It's the, no. <laughs> yeah. So the, a little bit of a technicality, but it's not Kevin Durant. The third one is a real tweet. It's Draymond Green calling out David Stern for his teeth. Oh, okay. All right. But but the biggest news is that Kevin Durant did, in fact, tweet about that massage in Taiwan. Yes, that's the big news. And he's also tweeting out homophobic slurs here. So yeah. <laughs> just flying under the radar. <laughs> I love that when people dig up old professional athletes tweets from like high school or something. I love when they, I think I had this as a hot take for a while, but I love when these people just decide like these ones are allowable or these ones are not. Yeah. Like, did mm -hmm. you see as of, I don't know, a couple months ago, there was people like quote, canceling John Wayne. because <laughs> He was like racist. <laughs> it's like, you know, that guy's been dead for a long time. Right. <laughs> like they were digging up old John Wayne quotes. It's like that's the least surprising yeah. news I've ever heard. But Kate, the best part about those KD tweets, I can still click on like the hyperlinks and they're just there. Like he never even deleted these things. Just leave them there. Yeah, he's, I guess he's not worried about they it. They age pretty well. <laughs> yeah, they're aging like fine wine. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that was the quotes. I don't Should we do... We could do one more segment and then roll into the finale here. Okay. We could do whatever. I can give you a wild-ass fact. It's kind of interesting. Okay. So Travman inspired me with that inadvertent wild-ass fact last week. Yeah. Um, I've got the... Uh, so there's a fish I found called the climbing perch. Oh, yeah, the climbing perch. Yeah, you're familiar. Yeah. That guy can go six days without water apparently so his a whole fish yes a fish his whole thing is that they uh they'll climb up these like waterfall rocks and they just like scale up these vertical rocks and they'll get yeah. like upstream of the waterfall and then they spawn up there but obviously during that ascent 
they just go without water for six days. Apparently, they can breathe somehow. <coughs> so they can yeah. kind of do both. But Okay, makes sense. Yep. And then that just inspired me to look into this real quick. And this is going to be brought to you by this quote I have dialed up from Remember the Titans. What did you say? I said, we need a water break. You need a water break. Water is for cowards. Water makes you weak. Water is for washing blood off that uniform, and you don't get no blood on my uniform. Boy, you must be outside your mind. Okay. We are going to do up-downs until Blue is no longer tired and thirsty. All right. So shout out to Blue and that coach. I can't remember that. Is that Coach Boone or is that the other guy? Oh, I can't remember names, but... It's Denzel Washington. Yeah. Um, so here's some a list of three animals that can go a long time without water. I've got the camels coming in at about two weeks. I've got 15 days, no water. Giraffes will go three weeks. Oh. And then this is a good little fun fact with the giraffe. It says that when it does get to water, like a plentiful supply of water, it's been known to take out 12 gallons at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Just a casual 12-gallon drink. Pretty close to natural. Pretty close, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, natural cannot go more than more than an hour oh, without yeah. water. And then he's going. Guy needs to be pissing. Yeah, that guy, at least twice an hour. Uh, I'm thinking three times. Twenty minutes is probably safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't want to distend that bladder too much. No. No, got to keep the, it's it's a growing problem. Is what I've been yeah. told. <laughs> And then the last animal, the grand champ, and this just makes no sense, but I'm just going to choose not to fact check it. We've got the kangaroo rat, which I Googled a picture of them. Just looks like a little rat, little rodent. Apparently, they'll go three to five years without water. So that makes sense. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's my wild ass fact for the week. Holy smokes, three years? Just a casual thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't fact check that, anybody. That makes sense. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Five years. What was that thing called? Kangaroo rat. I want to see one of these brothers. Yeah, I thought it would look crazy. It's just regular looking rat. I think it's an Australian thing, which might explain it. If it's in Australia, I'll just believe it. Yeah, (laughs) dude. No rules apply in Australia. Yeah, just looks like you're run of the mill. Like gerbil, rat sort yep, of thing. Little mouse guy. Pretty large feet on that, buddy. Not such a hummingbird type of yeah, foot on that guy, yeah. no. Yeah, that guy's wearing like a KD size 18. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. All right. Anything notably dumb this week, Zig? I don't have a whole lot. I can give you one thing. I can give you the dumbest thing I saw, but that's about it. Okay. So I'm going to call this actually the most confusing thing I saw. <laughs> I'm still a little shook up about this, but I don't know. It's been a while now. Uh, I probably thought about it for like a week straight. Nothing really came of it, but it's a story. So I was walking on the sidewalk here in uh, Baltimore, and I was behind this fellow who I presume to be, I don't, I don't want to speculate too much, but I presume that he had some sort of addiction with drugs. Um, he's doing like a lot of like talking to himself and like waving arms and stuff. So, you know, I'm just behind him, keeping a decent distance back, minding my own business, but you know, just keeping an eye on the situation. And, uh, I noticed this, this security guard in a car kind of trailing us. Um, and he's got like this yellow blinking light. And I kind of catch it out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, oh, that's that's weird. He's driving pretty slow. And then I you know, kept walking for another minute or two, and I'm like, all right, that guy is still back there. So I give him like a closer look, and sure enough, it looks like he's a, he looks like he's in a uniform of some sort. Um, something official. Something official for sure. I, I don't want to say cop. He looked like a cop, but he's in the security car, car, so I'm not sure what's going on. Um, and finally I'm looking at him long enough that I'm kind of worried at this point because he's trailing us. I assume he's trailing that guy. I'm not sure, but I just kind of give him a look like everything. All right. 
sort of deal. And his response didn't really clear it up. He pretty much looked back at me like, can you believe this? Like, can you believe this shit? Like he was like irritated (laughs) was be the way I would classify it. So to this day, I'm confused on what was going on, but I'm pretty sure that that guy was like a cop who screwed up and his assignment for that day was to follow around uh, <laughs> like people high Some on weirdo. or something. Yeah. yeah. So that was, uh, I'll say, the most confusing thing I saw. But pretty clean week as far as dumb stuff. There you go. Um, I'll go with uh, a dumbest thing that I saw this week. This was this happened yesterday. I was coming home from the tango, which we can get into in a, at another time there. But essentially, so I was passing by a well-known establishment in Warren, Pennsylvania, that sells ice cream, and there was oh, yeah. a lot a lot of biker buds stopping to get a cone. I got to stop you here. Are we talking uh, rigs or mountain bike, road bike? Rigs. 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 Okay. Rig yeah. boys. So I'm pulling up. I'm passing by the the ice cream establishment, and there's a, there's a light shortly after it. And it's kind of this odd intersection, but I'm turning right. This biker pulls up behind <laughs> me. And decides that he's turning left, but that he also just goes into the left lane. Okay. Like where oncoming traffic would be coming oh, from. Oh, okay. That left lane. <laughs> and I was the like, one across I just, the yellow lines. Got yeah, it. Yeah. So I just don't <laughs> understand. I was a little concerned. I didn't understand if this guy was just like disregarding the rules or he didn't understand. Because I could understand it. It's a little bit, you know, mildly confusing of an intersection. <laughs> But he just, for for the first, like, 10 seconds, refused to move. And I was just, like, I was kind of waving at him, trying to say, hey, that's not a, like, <laughs> oncoming traffic is supposed to be going you there. You were just friendly letting him yeah. know he might get killed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then afterwards, he, no acknowledgement at all. And then he just sort of started going into the, uh, then there's a little kind of divider in the middle of all of this this whole intersection. So he just plopped up right in there. There you go. And, and then I don't know what his plan was from there, but my light turned green and I just was out of there. So you'll never so know the, outcome. he might, he might still be there. He's probably still sitting on that. island. <laughs> I just did not understand what he was trying to do at all. <laughs> was he just a tough guy disregarding the rules or did he had no clue what was going on? <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you've had some great, uh, I guess, just traffic incidents in general, Ziggy. Yeah. yeah. Might have to get into that on another good, episode, but I could probably do standoffs. like, yeah, a couple good standoffs. I, I could probably do like three dumbest things I saw if we just start talking traffic intersections. <laughs> Can't beat that stuff. Yeah. That's good. That's... uh. That sounds interesting. Uh, thoughts and prayers with that guy. Hope he <laughs> hope he made that left. <laughs> any uh, uh, any garbage? That's garbage. Yeah, quick garbage. Um, we're we're gonna run this back to Skype. Uh, briefly before we got going here, um, <laughs> Snake was trying to dial me in, and just I had it open. Everything was checked up. I had the gear running for at least a solid half hour beforehand. Uh, nothing was coming through. So <laughs> decided to kill kill the Skype app, redo it. And as soon as I opened that up, it says that I, I had like four or five missed Skype calls from Snake. So I don't know what Skype was thinking, but the just classic, decided. Yeah. Hold on to the notifications and then hit you with a wave <laughs> of them next time you sign in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's okay, Skype. Uh, you know, you just weren't weren't feeling up to it. Let's put it on the hot seat. Yeah. Make your next move wisely, Skype. Okay, good garbage. Uh, what do I got for garbage? Uh, how about this? I saw that I think tonight, Ziggy, is something called the CMA Fest. 
which just a quick check into my brain means country music something, country music activity fest. <laughs> Award. Awards. There you go. Uh, that thing's trash. I don't know if it's just <laughs> me, but is that thing on every two months or what? <laughs> I I could not. I can't follow you on this one. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Maybe you'd. I'll take your word for it. It's on every it two months. Sounds like you're in the same boat as me. I literally could not care any less about a celebrity award show. And I just feel like that one is constantly getting rammed down my throat. <laughs> just trying to scroll my Twitter feed and look at sports. And it's just something about the CMAs. Yeah. Just trending every two months. So I've had enough of that thing. It's trash, garbage. Okay. All right. I'm on board. Okay. That's exactly what we need is another awards show for these people who. Yes, please. Are rich and famous. Yeah. I think that's it for today. So solid lost episodes, Iggy. Let's, uh, let's keep the train moving forward. Let's try and pick Matril up for one of these episodes at some point. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Let's get a hold of his booking agent and uh, that's that. So Garbage Heads, as usual, the hotline is 424-235-4205 and the social media is that's underscore garbage. Find us on there. Uh, Send us your submissions. Anything you want, we'll read it on the air. I say anything Anything at all. Anything lightly, but yeah. (laughs) Anything (laughs) at all, I guess. But that's it. That's lost episode three and three-thirds, a.k.a. four. So talk to you next week, Zig. Chitty. Chitty. Sounds Fresh good. Kid C. Fresh Kids C. Yes, sir. Fresh Kids C. Um, Fresh Kids C. Oh, yeah, we back. Owen's oh, iPhone, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. What did I do, baby? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it just died. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's a perfect way for it to end. All yeah, right. Lost episode. Lost episode. Breakfast time. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ha, ha.